up, buddy? Nothing. Just squeezing my nut. Ah, how's that going? It's not great. Welcome to the Slurge Speed Podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Slurge Speed Podcast, a podcast about Slurge Speech. Um, you know, last week we didn't do a podcast, so today we're going to do a super extra long, awesome podcast for the fans out there. Who are we? Well, that was that was the joke you're supposed to say. Like, oh, I can't do it that long today. <laughs> So let's let's try it again, all right? <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say that after you said yes. <laughs> all right, take two. All right. Hey, welcome to Slurge Speech. Uh podcast about podcast about Slurge Speech. And other podcasts. And other podcasts. My name's Joe, that's Daryl. Hey, that's hey, hey, what's up? Hey, and last week we didn't do a podcast, so today we're gonna do an extra long podcast. Ooh, I actually gotta cut out in like twenty minutes. Oh. Uh-huh. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> the joke was landed. The joke would have landed so much harder if you would have went with it when I told you about it originally. you got to take some improv classes, bro. Bro, I've taken so many improv classes. How many? Here's one. I have a gun. I'm pointing it right at you. Put your hands up. <laughs> Man, nothing beats a gun. No. Even if I whisper it into your ear, but I have a gun, nothing beats it. Nope. How are you tonight? I'm doing all right, ex- except for the squeeze nut. And except for the super extra long awesome podcast. Yep. I'm ready to do it, to be honest, though. Okay. All, all joking aside. Well, we've got a lot. go until we fall asleep? That would be interesting. Um, I would fall asleep a lot, before, a lot sooner before you. Probably. I no. Haven't, I haven't been sleeping well, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. And then I've had, like... 18 beers because I'm on vacation, so... Ooh, vacation. The yeah. Whole, the whole week? I'm on all week, and so far it's rained every day on my vacation, so I wanted to play golf, um, but I haven't played because... Oh, why's that? Why haven't I played golf? Yep. Because it's rained fucking thunderstorms and lightning For every... the last week and a half straight. Yes. It's rough, man. My yard looks like a swamp. The chicken coop is flooded. The uh, dogs are muddy. Oof. Man. Rough. It's been a rough week. Yeah, it's been pretty good. <laughs> hey, at least we had a good 4th of July, though. We did it have a good... It was just a little too hot. That was it. That was the only problem. Yeah, you know what's funny? It's a little too hot, and then it'll be three months from now or four months from now, we'll be complaining about... How cold it is. Yeah, I never snow. about how cold it is. I love the cold. Do you? Yep. Shoveling driveways? I mean, nobody likes shoveling a driveway, but... What about salt in the driveway? You like salt in the driveway? That's okay. That's that's, Well, that's when you know you're done, right? You're like, I'm salting this motherfucker. This is the last thing I got to do. I'm throwing this pink pink or white stuff on here. I really like, actually, I kind of like snow blowing and shoveling now because I like when my beard freezes. (laughs) I don't know why I love it. Remember we went to the uh, 0-16 parade and Mm -hmm. my fucking... My mustache froze from all the snot coming out because I was still kind of sick. Yep. And that was pre-COVID, so we were like, oh, he's just kind of sick, so he, he, he can come with us. Oh. <laughs> Let's all cram into this car, all five of us. Yeah. Sick chill. Yeah. And we, at that time, it was like, oh, you know, COVID's not a thing. Like, uh, you know, we can mm-hmm. cram in this car. and then I mean, it's still not a real thing. It's not. Not at all. I find it funny that Ah, never mind. I'm going to say something about, like, the the far right is not taking the vaccine, but they'll also take, um, they'll take claim that Donald made the vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, oh, isn't that yeah. weird? That is kind of a double. Because he did warp speed. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I'm not taking the vaccine because I don't want to get microchipped by Bill Gates. That's true. But Donald... I never really thought about warp that warp speed the vaccine. Well, he made the vaccine that they would have taken before Big Pharma and the libtards all goddamn libtards into it. Goddamn libtards. Yep. Just shooting good peace loving Americans at the Capitol. <laughs> it's all right. Donald will be back next month. Doing what? President? Yes, he will. Oh, August, that's right. August, August is uh, when... Strap in, libtard. Yep. He's been the president the whole time from what uh, the My Pillow guy has been telling me. 
Have, have you seen all the stuff going on with their new social media platform? I've read a little bit about it. My favorite is the My Pillow guy took a, a call that he thought was Donald Trump, and it was um some guy who was like, "Cunt, fuck, come," you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's Donald. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like he took a prank on the, the My Pillow guy. You think the My Pillow guys? I we're getting a little political, but you think the My Pillow guy will do all right with business after all this? Um, probably. I mean, I mean, maybe. I almost bought a My Pillow and like his kind of stuff before all that happened. Like, oh yeah. That's what I think. I think it probably turned a lot of people off, but then there's probably a lot of people who will only buy my pillows for the rest of their lives. Yeah. 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 I saw this weird thing on, I checked in my Facebook, I deleted my Facebook many moons ago, but I checked in to get a picture of something. And I saw it was Donald Trump and it was a picture of Donald Trump and Biden. And it was like, leaders lead, losers kneel or something. And it was like, Donald Trump, like, walking just with people behind him, and Biden was, like, kneeling next to people, and it was like, that doesn't make sense. Like, the whole the whole meme doesn't make sense. Like, the, the right can't meme, man. The right can't meme. It's just not as funny. No, it's not. It's just usually not as funny. It's much, it's usually much angrier. Like, memes is for shitposting. Memes are to just be stupid. Like, it shouldn't have an inherently political nature to it. You're supposed to be, it's supposed to be comedic, not to get across an angry rant. And I just didn't understand the whole, he can lead and then the other guy can't because he, like the whole, like, it wasn't like the, the, the substance of the meme didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So the one guy, yeah. Can't meme. How many people do you think we turned Except off? Except those 4chaners. How many people do you think we turned off right now the fact that we're talking a little politics right now? I think they're struggling through it. They're waiting for the end. I don't think they've... I, I think they know we don't care that much. We don't really care that much. Nope. If we cared that much, this we'd talk a whole much more about it. On it. A whole much more. A whole much more on Here's this. an actual secret, though. I actually work for moveon.org, and every time Susie and Brian and Carol text you, it's actually me. Oh, shit. Yep. That's wild. By the way, would you like to run for a local position in no. your city government? Mm-mm. Because we're holding a workshop. That's great. Next Thursday? Nope. <laughs> we'll have a Zoom call on Sunday. Nope. Just Zoom give, is really... Just, just, we're just going to give you information. What kind of information are you giving me? About how you can run for your local government. <laughs> local government. I'm in Ward 2, man. Ward 2 is my buddy Nick. He, yep. yep. His, his mom just retired. Good for his mom. Yep. Good yep. for Nick's mom. I, I love Ward 2. Nick lives in the fancy rich part of Ward 2, but he drives through the hillbilly poor part of Ward 2. Yeah. The Hannocks are good people. <laughs> yes, they are. Good people. I I have no problem with them. I actually tried to buy, you know, the old school um, Brunswick signs that were those road signs that were those wood posts that came up to a point? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, so there are these, old, these wood signs that were dark brown and had the street... Uh, street names carved into them and painted in white. Mm -hmm. Oh, that so like not like the welcome to the city signs. You mean the street signs? Street signs. Okay, yeah, yeah those, no, like, I remember those. Yeah, right? those like four by fours. You know. Mm -hmm. So I actually asked Nick if I could buy one of those, and he kind of gave me a very half-assed. No. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, well, I see a couple of them still out there. Let me know if you're gonna do anything with those. He's like, well, what are you gonna do with them? I just put them in my backyard and have a cool. That's a cool yeah, little. I know. Think you're gonna put them up on a different street? Yeah, people, like, <laughs> people didn't know where they were going. Like, yeah, no, you give me Judita, and then you see Judita <laughs> pop up up on Carpenter, you're gonna know who it was. Like, I was gonna put mine in the backyard and just have you know, like people be like, "Oh, that's cool." Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, and you could lie and act like you were cooler and stole it. I could, I could, like in the '70s show when they stole the high street thing. Yep. But no, I was. I asked about. It, I was like, "Can I get one of those posts?" And he pretty much gave me the uh, very mm -hmm. political answer. Yeah, my street sign one year in Akron got stolen. Like every, it would be up for like a couple weeks. They eventually stopped putting them up. What was the name of your street? It was Dick Ave. Was it really? Yeah, at both ends. Because it was only like wait, was maybe, it? It was Dick Ave. It was both Dick Ave. Nice. Yeah. And it was. It was probably. It was like a very small. You know how Akron has like all these different 
go streets going at 45 degree angles all so it was just this one street that ended it's probably 20 houses or something like that and both ends just like they would put the sign up and then within like a month it was gone and like every time one would pop up be like okay i gotta get that one quick and then it would be gone faster so they do you know if they cut it at the bottom or they cut it i think they would usually it seemed like they usually just took it right off the top yeah no because that's what the thing was i'd always like look at it and be like all right that's kind of a project i gotta either like park a car or truck right next to it or I got to bring a ladder out there. Like, that seems like Yeah, fucking... they probably did. And with a quarter-inch fucking ratchet, you know yeah. what I mean? They just... I could never get one, though. I could never get one. And I could never get people to believe what my... When I told them what my address was to come visit. Dick Ave? It was 369 Dick Ave. Was it really 369 Dick Ave? 369 Dick Ave. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I had to be like, okay. And then I'd be like, so the house is like blue or purple and they'd be like what and like it depends on the sunlight on the time of the day and i just everybody would just be like what do you what's your address it's like it's 369 dick it's a no it's not no it's it's not purple house no it's not did we party did i party at 369 at least a couple times yeah because i had one bash that was like a lot of a lot of like old brunswick people came down is that when you made macaroni and cheese for do you remember when probably yeah i'm always a late night cooker yeah, I'm always if, if I have a party, I, I I got some I got some late night snacks ready to go. Yeah, because that's like either the party's gonna die, or people are gonna start getting sick. Or we went to Mr. Zubs. Remember Mr. Yeah, Zubs? We, oh yeah, we definitely went out to Zubs. Oh, uh, we went to Zubs so many times. Yeah. That's a good place. Oh, I remember we were eating there and like people came and sat next to us just because we were drunk and being like the funny. Mm-hmm. And it was also because I'm so attractive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they just heard that laugh from the bar next door. Like, I want to go see what that guy's. About. I want to see. He's eating an Italian. He's eating an Italian. He must eat a lot of those because he's really smashing it. I ate a lot. Of, I've eaten a lot of Italian subs. I have high cholesterol. <laughs> the old Cranko. And the, oh, the Cancro. Cancro. Cancro special. If you ever get a chance, eat the Cancro Special at um, Jersey Mike's. It's uh, roast beef, pepperoni, and everything else they throw on it. Um, it's kind of, um, it's not really on their menu. So sometimes, like, I've had to ask uh, the people at Jersey Mike's, like, hey, can you make the Cancro? Cancro Special? And some of them are like, I don't know what that means. And then there's someone that's been there for a while, like, I can make it. It's, mm-hmm. it's not really hard to make. It's roast beef and pepperoni. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the right. only time I actually ordered it in, like, probably the last couple of years, I called up and got that sandwich, and the lady was like, you want the cancro? And I was like, yeah, make it cancro style. Yeah. So she knew what was up. Did she? Yep. All right. So how about that UFC? The What a, what an event. Um, I was in and out of it a little bit, but what I saw was pretty neat. So um, I'm going to start early. How about Jessica I? Open up a th- getting a uh, third eye opened up mm-hmm. in her forehead. Just an incidental bump, incidental headbutt. But man, she bled like a mother. Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't actually see any of that fight. Well, they traded that. That was a good fight. They traded a bunch. Of, uh, they traded all all the whole time. Um, I think Jessica. I I forget the actual score of the fight, but Jessica won some takedowns in the first round. Um, I, I want to say before the headbutt. Ooh, the early prelim. Y'all, yeah, she was, yeah, so it was funny because, like, that was funny. Um, originally, it was going to be her the first fight, and we were waiting for it. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, two other fights before it, which yep. were pretty good fights. And then Jessica and, what's the young lady? Jennifer Maya. Yep. Um, they fought, and the first round was a lot of, uh, a lot of boxing, a lot of you know, which just guys known for. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the young lady she was fighting as a black belt in jiu-jitsu, so when she she took her down, I want to say in the first round, but popped right up a couple times because she didn't want to be involved in that jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And then that second round happened. I want to say the headbutt happened in the second round, and man, they headbutted and that thing opened up. Yeah, you can't fight like that. That puts you at such a disadvantage. Oh, it, but the UFC probably loved it. Yeah. Because of blood, it's yep. it's Jessica fighting through it. Mm-hmm. And then what, what drives me crazy is they didn't stop that fight. 
but the Sugar Sean O'Malley fight. Chris Moutinho? Yeah. They stopped that fight, and that guy wasn't bleeding that bad. I mean, that was a good fight, and, and Sugar Sean O'Malley was dominating that fight. Oh, yeah, he had he landed something like, I know at one point it was up to like 220 punches, and it was probably a good 180 to the head at least. Um, so that guy definitely got his head bopped quite a bit, but to then shut it down when he's not even... Like, it looked like the punch was about to come so many times over that, like, last two rounds. But it never quite connected and hit. So, like, I get what the ref was saying. Like, this could go bad any second. But that dude had 27 seconds left to make it out of that. And fight. it was Herb Dean, you yeah. know. And Herb is, like, the best ref in the world. That's, dude. I think, the only reason I wasn't screaming at the screen. Really? Okay. Because I kind of, I was like, I know he's good. I didn't want to, like, flip out. But at the same time, I was like... Everybody seemed to think, like, just let it go, man. Until he gets rocked. He was never rocked. I mean, he was rocked, but not, like, rocked. Rock. I mean, that guy. At that, the end of the first. Yeah. That was the one. But time. that kid kept coming forward. and Yeah, he kept moving forward. And uh, he, shout he out, you know. He never stopped throwing. Nope. He never just went to full defense. Wasn't running away. He wasn't laying on his back. He was just getting peppered the entire time. Yep. And um, shout out to Sean O'Malley actually shouted him out at the end of the fight to talk about how tough he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both won fight of the fight of the night. Did they? I was actually yeah. just about to look up. Who, yeah, who so they won that. fight of the night. So um, you know, I I was actually surprised that he like he was talking about how tough he was to start off, but then he had to slip in the little. Oh, it was a good stop though. I was about to knock the fucking block off of him or something like that. I was like, you fucking. Of course, you had to say something. like yeah, but he in in his in his interview he or post fight interview he was pretty much like, well the first thing they asked him they asked him about Chris and he's like that dude's a tough motherfucker yeah you know what yeah. I mean, yeah, and he was funny. and good for him like, and there's not a lot of kids that get a chance to fight you and I and I hope Chris gets another chance I mean mm-hmm. he won't fight well, it looked like he wasn't ready for that fight um, time and probably skill wise. Yeah, and there's, you know, Sean made a good point. He's like, so many people in the UFC could have took this fight, and they didn't. Yeah. And this kid, who was fighting probably in the, you know, the under, not the underground, but like the MMA uh, facilities that Mm -hmm. are around, you know what I mean? Like, back in Cleveland was the NWFS. So Chris is probably fighting in the version of the NWFS of wherever they were at. Yeah. And they just were like, hey, you'll, you'll pass a drug test. You'll make weight. You want to make money? Yep. And he made good money, man. And on top of that, he's probably he's he's probably got a whole lot of fans now. Yes. Yes, he does. Because, I mean, that's that kind of that, that Diaz style fighting. Like, that, well, that dude is ready to brawl. He's ready to get bloodied and hit. And just Cormier made fight. the Instagram video. Walking up to him and talk about he's the savage, he's the most savage motherfucker he's ever met in his life. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, good for you for getting paid, you know. And he's eating like, and then Chris is eating like a uh, like a declare or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like eating a donut. And, and uh, Daniel Cornier walks up to him. He's like, you're the most savage motherfucker I ever met. Good for you. You got paid. Do um, you know who won um, performance of the night? I do not. Okay. I'm assuming it's Sean O'Malley or um, Dustin Poirier. That only went one round, though. Yeah, that whole fight was... And, and to be honest, I was going to say, Connor didn't look out of it. And I think the fact that Poirier won the first round and was... Like, he didn't dominate it, though. Like, Connor was good in the stand-up game. He dominated once and went to the ground. Connor could have got a shot in. Like can he could have won you, that fight. Can I tell you the best part about the Cormier Poirier fight? Is I've been streaming it the entire time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh they're fighting, they're fighting. All of a sudden my stream stops. Ooh. I am wasted. I'm trying to find a new stream. Eventually I find a stream and this fucking Connor McGregor laying on the ground. Ooh. <laughs> yes. That's rough. That's right. So, uh, I think performance of the night is who I was going to guess it was. 
Tai Tuvasa, who probably oh, yes! also yes! won himself an incredible amount of fans that night. Good for him. Fuck yeah. Tai Tuvasa. He, not only did he knock out Greg Hardy in a wonderful fashion, he did like multiple shoeies. Do you know what a shoey is? Yep. He did a shoey in the freaking... Shoe. Oh my God. And then he was doing shoeies from fans. I, I, yeah. He did his one, which was probably a new shoe somebody in his group brought him. I know, I think one of the fans that poured him one looked like that guy probably brought that shoe. The second one in between the two might have been somebody who just took their shoe Shoe off. off. And then right before he got under the grandstand, somebody just poured a beer down off the top. So, I, I, you know. And everybody's just been waiting for Greg Hardy to get knocked knocked out. Knocked out. And he got knocked out. Like, and you know, he actually, Greg Hardy actually stumbled to a before that. And Tua just oh yeah a little bit, yeah. And Tua came back and just hit him with the uh, a mm-hmm. big left, and came on top and just landed. It'll be the only time I think you'll hear me compare uh, Greg Hardy to former and all-time Cleveland champion of the world, Stipe Miocic. That fact that he landed that pat that punch that kind of rocked the guy. It was his downfall of that fight. Yeah, because he came. Yeah, and Stipe did the he same thing. He charged ahead and got yep. caught. Yeah, and Stipe did the same thing. Now it's not in the same uh, no, fast. No, yeah, no, no, but no, no. but man, to watch watch Greg Hardy get knocked out. I'm sorry, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm never gonna Everybody cheer. Everybody wanted it except for Bobby. Bobby actually uh, bet on Greg Hardy. They were uh, doing shotguns for uh, betting on the fights. So apparently, Bobby likes wife beaters. Yeah. So we explained that to him. <laughs> And then he forgot about that whole aspect of Greg Hardy. Oh, when Greg Hardy beat the shot of his... And then he was like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. But that was... Yeah. And I think that's the part... The other thing with Greg Hardy is he's not really ready for, like, the the next competition. He's just a big, hulking, Mm -hmm. giant man Mm -hmm. who can throw punches and... Yeah. Yeah. He he looks pretty good, but definitely not, like, well-oiled machine. No. mostly a freak athlete this point who knows who knows what that guy can do because he did kind of just like didn't he get suspended for like six or ten games and then was just like nah fuck it like he didn't get exactly chased out of the league he just left he just left yeah oh because then he got in trouble for cocaine uh i don't remember that's what happened he got like a six or ten game suspension and then he got busted for cocaine and i think at that point he was just like they're gonna fucking they're gonna make me run through so many goddamn hoops i'm gonna go to the ufc yeah, right. Where they can... It's got to be hard. It's got to be... Uh, maybe not. You'd think it's probably harder money. UFC? Yeah. Oh, much. I, I guess really the amount. Like, the oh, beatdowns. But, I mean, either way, you're probably constantly training. Yeah, well, it's much less money. I mean, you got to think much like... Much less money. That's the difference. Yeah. Who's a pro bowler? A pro bowler. Fucking idiot. Probably five million a year, right? You don't make... You make like... I don't. Even, I you would have to look it up, but like, what what are the guys? It's like thirty thousand for a fight. Like, yeah, yeah. No, that uh, Matino probably got his biggest paycheck off of the perform or the fight of the night. He yeah, like they get they get more money bonus. off the performance and off yeah. the bonuses. And I think that's we were talking about that Saturday night too. I think that's part of the reason the women get so fucking reckless with it sometimes. I don't think they're less disciplined. I think they just know like. We gotta like, we gotta look good. We gotta have good types of fights, or nobody's gonna want to fucking watch. And, uh, yeah, those broads slug on each other. They do. The one had a giant. We called it. My girlfriend was like, "Oh, it's Jessica Third Eye." When she had that giant thing <laughs> yep. portraying from her. Uh, the other the other women's fight was pretty good too. Uh, Kunitskaya and Aldana. You remember that one? It was a first round knockout. The big Russian broad against, I think, uh, I think the other lady's Mexican, Aldana. I don't recall that one. I mean, it wasn't um, it wasn't too long. Um, Kunitskaya looked like she was gonna outreach her and maybe just beat her around, and then Aldana just started teeing off on her. I will say, at one point, we started lighting off fireworks. Yeah. Which um, happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. <laughs> Do I, I I lit a bottle rocket that landed on my neighbor's <laughs> roof and <laughs> blew up. And I was like, I heard them go, hey! Hey! And I ran in the house like a little kid. Like, that nah, wasn't me! 
I'm not blowing up all the rockets. But it was you. <laughs> it was. We blew up a bunch of power. I actually blew up a mortar. Um, you know, a mortar shoots up and blah, blah, blah. So I put it in the thing and it blew up fucking, it didn't shoot up. It just blew up right when we had our fire mm-hmm. for the uh, fight. And um, it was a lot less scary than I thought it was going to be. But yeah, it was also a mortar blew up in there and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> not blow up the fire pit again yeah um gilbert burns and wonder bread oh sorry wonder boy yeah i actually don't remember that fight because we were fucking around it went three rounds i basically remember gilbert burns basically mostly owning the fight i remember they got the f- a lot they didn't throw a punch for like the first minute well i remember the first round they were in some weird wrestling position um, where they were both up against the fence, and they were both just punching each other on the... That was the end of the first round. Yeah, the yeah. face. And people just were like... short, rat Yeah, punches. it was like, oh, they... they uh, channel- almost like head-to-head, shoulder over shoulder, and just yep. kind of jacking each other. And people face. were like, they uh, they took in their uh, inner uh, uh, Don Fry, because if there's a, there's a big fight with Don Fry and a, a Japanese or Chinese uh, fighter, where they just hit each other constantly, like... To the point where they blew up. Like, their faces blew up like balloons. And so, yeah, I remember that. And then I remember, like, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I remember, they were getting booed quite a bit because the action was It was pretty boring. I think we stepped out for a smoke and I, it was just kind of... I could see that being the case during that fight. And then the uh, leprechaun snapped his shin. Yeah. And uh, our stream cut out right when, he, right when that happened, which was awesome. Well, lucky for you, they replayed it like 19,000 times. times. And Poirier is winning that fight. And then apparently fucking Connor's going around putting pictures of Poirier's daughter online and saying he's going to kill her. Gonzo or something? Gonzo. Gonzo. Maybe he's going to Gonzo Journalism. Maybe he's he's taking his... uh, That guy's a Looney Tune. I think... um, He's either trying to promote a fight or he's losing it, and it's probably a little bit of both. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Well, you know, I mean, I think that's part of the thing with wrestlers and heels in sports generally. Like, I think after you're just the bad guy and the asshole, and you start leaning into it, like, it's got to just affect you. I mean, those wrestlers, like, think about the wrestlers back from the day. So many of them end up with terrible fucking Dude, I was life watching, stories. Because they're just bad guys. You know what's funny? Day in, day out. Re- this is totally random. I was watching a late 80s, early 90s wrestling video where a guy who used to be a, a WCW, uh, WWE, like, staple, and now he's in the, like, the underground wrestling, right? He's mm-hmm. in the, he's in the. And he comes in, he's wrestling with some guy outside, and he comes in um, to the garage or wherever he's at, and he just grabs the first person he sees and throws him into a bunch of fucking chairs, right? Just grabs some guy. And then these people start turning on him. And they're like, no, no, that's, like, the like people are throwing chairs and shit at him, you know? He literally just grabbed the first person he saw, just walks in, grabs some random adult, and throws him. And then people start turning on him. And he's like, I don't know why people are turning on me, you know? But he literally just... And then he fought off these people and went and wrestled the match. Oh, I can't remember who it is. God, that that pisses me off. But yeah, so he came in. He was always the the heel. He's wrestling in a parking lot of, you know, let's say New Jersey, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, Beats up the other wrestler. Comes storming in. One of he just grabs someone, literally just grabs someone, throws them around, and then they, they the the fans start attacking him. And I get it. So then he ma- he marches back to the the ring and mm-hmm. finishes the match. But it was like all these people went after him because he was the heel, and the heel's gonna heal, dude. Man, I can't remember now if it was the Macho Man. I just watched a couple docs on different people and they were talking about how somebody basically was like their car got trashed one night by fans because everybody was so serious yeah well do you remember when 
Macho Man turned to the NWO, and fans were jumping in, and the refs were like, "Oh yeah, I remember." That and too. WCW refs were no joke, dude. Those guys mm-hmm. fuck people up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know they look like little fucking wusses. Yeah, the wrestlers. Then you're like. And- they're still on the road with professional bodybuilders. Yeah, yeah. 360 And they look like us. You yeah. know what I mean? And those guys were fucking those guys up. And Macho Man. Dude, Macho Man was an intense motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So when they, like, he would break character to go fuck those guys up. He never broke character. He was always in character. He was always the Macho. Dude, even his brother said it. He's like, from the moment we figured out the voice, like... <laughs> He was never my brother. He was the macho man for, like, the rest of his life. And he calmed down a little bit, I guess, after he retired. They were all like, you know, again, we were just saying it. Like, some wrestlers just go off the fucking deep end and their lives end terribly because of it. But he did a he had a decent little run there at the end after he retired. Bonesaw? Bones? Oh. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. He made it into, like... And he, and he had a rap album? He was probably, like, one of the first big wrestlers to do that outside of, like, Hulk, who was doing it during his wrestling career. No, Terry Funk. And Godspeed to Terry Funk. That's true. But, yeah, no, that's true. You're right. You're right. You know Terry Funk's in bad shape. I don't know if you know who Terry Funk... Like, I mean, Terry Funk's been in bad shape for a decade. Nah, apparently he's in a assisted living facility. Mm. Yeah. Aw, shout but, out Terry. Yeah, I love Terry Funk. I mean, dude, I watch so really much... Really, he's in assisted living? Like, he's, it's pretty bad, yeah. Like hospice or assisted living? Assisted living, but he's got dementia, and they, they're pretty much saying, just cheer you on, Terry Funk. You know what I, I'm sorry, that's not the right time to laugh, but I was like, you know, it kind of surprises me that, like, Mick Foley didn't move him in, but then I thought about <laughs> it, and Mick would probably just be sitting there watching TV, and Terry would come in and grab him by the back of the head, like, Let him where are the cameras at? Let him oh, fuck it, I'm going. <laughs> Don't worry about the camera yeah. angle. Uh, you know what's crazy? Mick Foley went through so much brain damage, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's just such a, like, that guy's a writer. You know, he has all those mm-hmm. books. But, yeah, Terry, um, from Roadhouse fame and just from, like, Terry and Roadhouse is so good, you know? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he's in uh, Assisted Living for Dementia, and they, they pretty much said. But, man, I watched so much Japanese wrestling and hardcore wrestling. And to watch Terry Funk, like, he did so much cool stuff, man. So, oh, I, you know what? It's funny. So, Terry Funk told ICP if he ever sees him, he's going to kick their asses. Did you hear this story or not? Uh, yep. And because ICP, the Insane Clown Posse, did, um, I forget the name of the video, but it was a video of them being commentators and making fun of them in their Japanese wrestling videos. And Terry Funk was like, I'm going to kick their ass if I ever meet them. So ICP made a point to reach out to Terry's agent. And they showed up at his house. And they ate chili. And this is straight straight from Terry. He shows up. They have a really good conversation. Terry invites them to eat dinner and they eat chili. And uh, Violent J goes, I'm going to leave you some money. And Terry Funk's like, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, man. We we made a lot of money off this video. We're going to we're gonna leave you some money. So they leave. And Terry Funk thinks it's going to be like 40, 60 bucks. Yeah. It's $4,000. Nice. Terry Funk then goes, ICP's my favorite band of all time. <laughs> I've never heard any of their albums. <laughs> but they're my favorite band of all time. Speaking of Violet and Shaggy, have you seen uh, Shaggy's, one of his more recent uh, social media videos? No. Uh, check it out, dude. It's pretty good. I don't think it'll be too long that we can't. Oh, <laughs> oh he broke his arm. What was he doing? Parkour! <laughs> uh, he was just shooting some kind of video and he's trying to, you know, skate on his shoes down a, a little uh, park playground slide. Uh, shatters his arm before he realizes it, yells out parkour. <laughs> Because he thinks he just fell. It's like the office. <laughs> his arm is shattered. 
Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to check that out, just uh, Google sh uh, Shaggy Two Dope uh, breaks arm. Skip down a little bit until you get to like the forty seconds instead of the eleven minute reaction videos. Ugh. It's pretty great. Dude, <laughs> that was bad. Hardcore. Yeah, no, they gave him. They gave uh, Terry Funk a bunch of money. And uh, wow, on them. I yeah. Mean, psh, once you make big money, rustlers. <laughs> That was actually good. I actually watched. I was gonna say something, but I'm glad to. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, big money wrestlers was not the worst thing I've ever seen in the, in the world. It's all right. Is that the one with the, where they're cowboys or were they wrestlers? Wrestlers is cowboys. Wrestlers is yeah. the cowboys. Hustlers is just the gangster one. Yeah, where they're the Mick Foley and. And Tommy uh, and uh, Terry Funk are in that one. I I have always appreciated the fact that one of them was the bad guy and one of them was the cop, instead of them just being like a crime duo. Yeah, I appreciated that aspect of it. Do you remember that Bone Thug song? It was. I remember <laughs> quite a few Bone Thug songs. <laughs> it was a bone... Oh, Ghetto Cowboy. Yeah. You better count your money. Ghetto cow. Boy. That was such a bad song. Dude, that's... I love that song. It's a good song. I mean, I enjoy it, but it was it's like... It's corny as fuck. It's corny as fuck. Uh, there's one dude's verse in there. The part where he's like, he's like, get out of them bushes before I leave my shotgun. You know? Song like, rang, rang out. And it was that, that song before... Uh, that was like late 90s, early 2000s. So that was like country like that was country rap that people like mm -hmm. the hillbilly friends i knew were like no nah, it's cool because it's from cleveland and they're they're country rap you know yeah i guess i get it it's not good i kind of like it though now i want to listen to it i like it <laughs> i like it i'm no, not nobody else does though you're right i put it on every once in a while Everybody's like, what the fuck is this and, and it's inevitably i'm like dude it's both thugs in harmony and they're like all right. Yeah. But not this one. Yeah, can you put on, like, one of their good songs? Oh, you want to hear Crossroads again? <laughs> you want to hear Crossroads again? All right, I'll put on Crossroads well, for you. Crossroads, they had, like, two other songs that were awesome. No, I mean, they had a bunch of other songs that were awesome, but, like... Well, I mean, they're most famous for their uh, Biggie and Tupac crossovers. Yep. I would say more than Yep, anything. which are the only band or only group that ever do that with. Do both, yeah. Yep. Good for them. Yeah. They had a, a uh, they do first of the month. Yeah. Goddamn, first of the month was so good too. <clears throat> That's a jam. Yeah. Let's see here. What's going on in the All Star game? What's the All Star game? The MLB All Star. Hey, who game. won the home run derby? I I actually have no idea. Peter Alonso. Who's he play for? Uh, the Mets. Yeah. He uh, he was like, I can't remember. You know, COVID, COVID, everything messes everything up. I can't remember if he was a rookie last year or the year before, but he hit a shit ton of dingers as a rookie. Um, I don't know if he ended up winning rookie of the year or not, but uh, yeah, he's 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 a pretty neat dude. I like him. Um, <laughs> you like him? You marry him? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd take that money as long as he doesn't make me sign a prenup. <laughs> I'll take it in the butt for a couple months for a few mil. Huh. Okay. So. Let's cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> so he won the um, mm -hmm. home run derby. The home run derby for a million dollars. Shohei Otani, you know, this Angels player, the, the pitcher and everything. Oh, I already told you about this. He looked like he was going to be playing the fool. He had five home runs with only like playing a minute. The fool. I love that. I love that saying. Playing you the like fool. That? Yeah. Playing the fool. Playing the fool. Uh, and then he came out and rocked it in like his last minute and a half and hit seventeen dingers, forced a playoff, and then still lost. So I think it's John Lennon for the Beatles. He's like, sometimes I play the guitar and sometimes I play the fool. I just love that that saying. Cause I play the fool all the time. Yeah. You're playing the fool right now. I'm always playing the fool. You're going to shit talk Greg Hardy, but then you're going to talk about John Lennon's deep thoughts. Well, I'm not a big fan of John. I mean, I like his music, but yep. he wasn't a good person either. True. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed.
You know who it was again? Mark good... Davis Chapman, if you're out there, what's up? Wait, Rach. No, wait, what, what is that dude's name? I think you got him. Cool. Somebody send Chapman a thing of this podcast, because I heard he loves hearing his name said. Does he really? Yeah, he's one of those people, like, he can't get enough of it. That's weird. So I think somebody wrote, somebody wrote, like, a... It's actually a common thing that a lot of people that write articles about it will say, like, the man who shot John Lennon. Oh. They will, like, literally not say his name. No shit, because... because he gets... I don't think he gets off on it, but at the same time, it's like, you get some kind of pleasure out of it. Which, I I, I can see that's totally a normal thing. <laughs> like, not normal. I guess it is a normal thing, but not for, like, yeah. a notorious crime. No, but, Nobody's like... talking about your charity work. No. Uh, what a good friend you are. They're talking about how you killed a guy that you killed billions of people love. Yeah, one of the great musicians of all time. Eh, he's alright. Would you put him on top ten? Musicians w- of all time? Yep. Was he that great of a guitar player? No. Was he that great of a piano player? No. So he was a good lyricist. He was a very good I lyricist. I would not put a, a good lyricist in the top ten... Who's in your top three of greatest musicians of all time? Bono, The Edge, and one of the guys from Rush. <laughs> I fucking hate so much. I can't name them, but I know they're great. Because people that love Rush tell Getty me. Getty Lee. I know the guys from Rush. Oh. <laughs> and now I can't think of one of them now that I'm on the spot. I got I got Neil Peart. Neil Peart. Yep. Getty Lee. And I can't remember the guitar player's name either. <laughs> Good, there we go. Um, that's gonna fucking bug me now. Sorry, Bobby. I, I could see, I could feel Bobby, <laughs> even though it's in the future, shaking with rage right now. Um, I mean, tops. I you can't do that. Yeah, again. <sighs> Hendrix is number one. I mean, favorite. So your favorite. You're going. Favorite. Well, my favorite. Hendrix is best great. musician. Hendrix is the. You greatest. cannot literally tell me that there are three best musicians ever. Hendrix is number one. He played guitar and bass and kazoo on his first album. Who else played kazoo on their first album, Daryl? Um, Tell me who else played kazoo on their first album! David Lee Roth plays a mean kazoo if you listen to the isolated track of Running With The Devil. Uh, Running With The Devil's a good song, but fucking fuck David Lee Roth. Remember he tried to be Howard Stern? I don't. Oh, uh, so when Howard Stern got... Like, a lot of people tried to be Howard Stern. Yeah, Rover and David Lee Roth and Mad Cow. But David Lee Roth tried so hard to be Howard Stern, and it was so bad. Also, his kazoo playing was not good <laughs> Dude, listening to him, his isolated track, I run it with the devil, is still one of the greatest things ever. It came on this last week. I haven't even listened to it for like a year. And Running with the Devil came on this last weekend, and I was just cracking up the whole thing because I'm only listening to his part. <laughs> just a bunch of screaming. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Do you remember when I do my ACDC impression when we were doing it? Oh, yeah, because it's yeah. fucking, it's great. I'm back in black. It's the same. I'm doing the knee and knee I know you day. don't fancy yourself for vocals, but you could legitimately make money <laughs> as the front man of an ACDC cover band. I'm back in doing Nine lives. Cat's eyes. My favorite was when I would dig too deep. And I would start coughing. <laughs> Cause I'm, hey, that, hey, hey, That might be a problem. For yeah. Me. <laughs> it might be a problem. Probably not dying from alcohol consumption. Like, how did that guy, like, Bon Scott, how does someone straight, like, is that just a 70s thing? Like, now? Like that voice, you mean? No, no, no. Dying of alcohol. Like, if one of my friends was like, I've drank too much. I'm going to go sit in this car and I might die of alcohol consumption. Uh-huh. I'd be like, oh, why don't you don't do that? Because mm, maybe they just weren't as aware of it, even though it kept happening to people. <laughs> kept happening like Jazz Joplin. It happened to Joplin and Hendrix. Everybody's like, oh, you could die from that. Well, maybe Hendrix... I'll just throw up and then go to bed. Well, Hendrix took too many sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hendrix drank wine and took sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. So. But no, like, Bon Scott, he straight up fucking drank too much and then 
he's like, he's like, hey guys, I drank too much. I'm gonna go sleep in the back of the car. Like, I would assume you, Shane, all my friends, like my girlfriend would be like, well, you just can't go sleep in the back of that car, right? No, I mean, my friends took care of me when I was 16 years old and throwing up. Yeah, I remember that. Like, hey, don't puke on yourself. Yeah. On it. But I'm saying, like, he wasn't 16. He was, like, 24. Yeah. But they probably had really good parties. Like, you don't want to <laughs> yeah. leave the party. I'm just curious. Like, like that... kind of, I was kind of a bummer at Cham's house. But, like, <laughs> it wasn't, like, an all-time <laughs> rock star party. Because if you would have thrown me in a closet because some crazy shit was going on, I'd be like, I get it. But I'm saying, like, they, he legit was like, I'm going out. He passed out. He died in a car. Mm-hmm. Right? He died in the backseat of a car. I don't know if he died in a car. That I, I just don't know. I think he died in the backseat of a car. Can you look that up? I sure my phone on me. I want to say he crawled out from the bar and then died in the backseat of a car. Like a yep. station wagon. Yep. Uh, Renault 5. And wouldn't you be like, hey, our friend has had way too much to drink. Why don't we go check on him real quick? Yeah, probably. But the party was probably really cool. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably a really good party. I'm just, like, flabbergasted by that. Like, Like if it's a Cleveland rave and you leave me to die, I'm going to haunt you for the rest of your life. No, if it's a Cleveland... But if we're partying with, like... Dave Grohl and uh, that who's that uh, douchebag Tommy Lee. Even though I don't like him, but it probably means it's a really good party. Yeah. And like Cheech and Chong are there, and I die. I'm gonna come back once and be like, Joe, you did the right thing. You partied with all. No, of them, dude. And it was okay. Forgive dude, yourself. I would follow you out and be like, Why are you? You're gonna. I would fight you. I'd be like, you need to go back in there and party with them. I got too fucked up. It's my own fault. Okay. 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 I could see that. But if it was a night at the bar, and you let me go out into the alley and piss myself and choke on my puke and die, then but Bond Scott was also like five four. So like, if you were five four and tried to fight me, I'd be like, ah, mm-hmm. hey, stop it, buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, no, he just he was just out at a bar. See, that's not good. No. That's not good. And then he just went to a car. Yep. That's fucked up. Owned by one of his, yep, just a Renault 5 that one of his friends owned. That sucks. It just went and crawled into it. That's straight up, like, I'd want one of my friends to be like, oh, he's puking too much, we gotta get him some IVs, you know what I mean? Ah, like, just throw him in the car. Yeah. You see that slut at the end of the bar? I got a chance. Who cares about my friends? I always thought about that. Like, because when Hendrix died, that girl, uh, that was his girlfriend, took all the pills and all the drugs out mm-hmm. and watched him breathing. Like she said, I, I, he was trying to breathe and then was more worried about taking the drugs out of the thing. Like, yeah. Now, Jim Morris, on the other hand, that guy, like I watched, he, he died, heart attack. Not much you can do about that. Uh, you know, it's funny. When you're 27 and you're doing so much drinking and doing so much drugs and up all night, like, hard deck's going to hit you, you know? Yeah. I actually was on Reddit and it was like, look how puffy his face is. And he looked really puffy for a 27-year-old. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I've seen some of those too, but he wasn't 27 when he died. Yeah, it's a 27 club. Was he in the 27 club? Yep. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't realize. No shit. I thought he was a little bit older than that. Nah, he was in the 20s. You're right, because he looked like an old man by the time he fucking died. Yeah, he he partied that hard. Which I guess you do if you're flashing your wang to fucking 13-year-old kids. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, when I did it, I got arrested, but I mean, I never actually did that, that's why. Yeah, I would think he's like mid thirties there. I don't know why I thought he always made it to like. Yeah, look up his last bit. like. Well, the beard doesn't help. Whenever I have my beard, that's true too. That's but look up, look up his last, look up last photo of Jim Morrison. He's completely clean shaven and he just looks old. And there's some little kid in him, in um, in the picture behind him. Oh yeah, he looks like Bob Seger looks now. Yeah, he looks bad. Wait, this... 
Oh my god, he's still alive. <laughs> him, him and Elvis. Is that the one you're talking about, or no? That one, not that. Oh wait, sorry, that's not even it. That's the one of how he's still alive. That? No. I don't know what you're talking look about. Up, look up last photo of Jim Morrison. I did, Joe. Well, you didn't do a very good job. I didn't. I'm not arguing that, that fact. Because there's like a picture of a little kid behind him in the, the, the window. Oh, yeah. See, he doesn't. I don't think he even looks all that bad in that one. I see what you're saying. You're right. Yeah, but he looks awfully puffy. Well, if you're 27, watch out. <laughs> don't join the club. Get sober for a year, and then go hard. <laughs> and I think Jim Morrison was doing whatever anyone gave him. Dude. Oh, I'm pretty like, sure, yeah. It was like GG. Remember that last GG? <laughs> the GG uh, uh, gas station video where the guy's like, Dru-. GG's like, drugs? Mm. <laughs> he just eats so much. <laughs> uh, I would love to have seen the toxicology report. It's probably like most... Well, the funny thing was, like, there were a lot of people, like, people didn't think Gigi would die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he had so much blood poisoning. The guy abused himself so much. And then he just fucking randomly died of a drug overdose in some New York apartment. Yeah. You know? I saw Murder Junkies with Steve. Um, Steve is the old drummer of my band. And that was a whole event. I met Merle. Merle was very nice. Also tried to sell me a pack of cigarettes that he signed. I didn't smoke it. How much? Uh, I don't remember, to be completely honest with you. I mean, I don't think it was about the cigarettes. I think it was about the signature. Right. But I also didn't smoke at the time, so I was like, this is stupid. I don't you know. Do you wish you had it now? No, because I have GGL and it's autograph. Okay. But you don't have Merle's? No. From the time that you met him? No, you actually, now I think about it, I wish I would have kind of got it. Um, <laughs> it was quite the show. It was. We snuck in. Oh, did you? Yeah, to say that we were going there to get tickets for our band, and they came and got us, and we're like, oh, yeah. So we paid $13 to see Murray Junkies, which was a great show. Um, There was one lady there that was obviously not mentally stable, and she was there with her boyfriend, who was obviously not mentally stable, Mm -hmm. and they were escorted out of the facility. And he kept coming, trying to come in and going. They they threw him out. Yeah. And it got to the point where, like, the bouncer broke his hand on the dude's face. Ooh. Yeah. And did that guy keep coming back? Yes. Yeah. So to the point where they called Cleveland police, where Cleveland police don't give a fuck about yeah. Peabody's or... Yeah. Yeah. And the best part is, it wasn't just Peabody's. Remember that pizza place that was raised? Rascal House. Your Rascal House. So they were in Rascal House trying to get in. And Rascal House has to deal with these drunk ass fucking GG Allen fans. <sighs> yeah, they always had to deal with the crew swarming through there. At the, the yes, they did. Wait, so did you sneak in or did you pay $13? So we originally sneaked in to go get tickets for our next show, quote unquote. And then we really were going to get tickets. but And then the fucking guy at the door came in, chased us down. And he was super cool because he'd known us that we were a band there. And we're like, yeah. oh, we thought we could get tickets to just see a show. The guy's like, no. He's like, well, it's 13 bucks to see him. We're like, all right, here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not a coincidence we came on this day. We'll Not at all. We we'll we picked we, we picked it. We were just hoping. Yep. And we played there so much, we were like, we were hoping that like they would be like, you're yeah, local celebrities, you know? Like, Do you know who that is? Yeah. The... The, the seasoned veteran bouncers, you don't know who that is, Dave? You better get your shit together, Dave. Yeah. You're new here. That's fucking that's and, the Brunswick voice. Yeah, and then Dave almost threw us out the one time because um, we were up before our show, and someone smoked a joint up before where the band was hanging out, and they came up, and they were fucking throwing a couch around looking for fucking joints and everything, and, like, not shoving us around. so weird for Peabody's. Seems so weird. It was, those bouncers love to beat the shit the fuck out of people. That's not weird. No, that's a lot. Those bouncers, I guess once you, once you put it like that, to bounce people's heads off the fucking cement. Yeah, and they were always cool to us. But the one time, so we're up in the the top area, and someone's smoking a joint, and my band is just sitting there hanging out. 
and uh, they come up. Those people left to smoke the joint, and they came and they flipped the couch on us, and they fucking were doing this, and I was just those bouncers just were looking to beat somebody up. All hopped up on goofballs. No, they're probably just steroids. No, because no crystal no, meth. None of them were like really jacked. They're all just like big dudes. You know what yeah, I mean? They <laughs> yeah, they were. Like when the, when the... bounced my head off a wall. <laughs> I just I just remember those guys like they get someone outside and it was like, all right, time to scrap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not Peabody's in the round anymore, so. Yep. Fuck him. Well, I wonder, is Peabody's anything anymore now? I know they tried to turn the Agora to Peabody's, but then COVID hit. That, like, that was, uh, um, I know CSU was doing so much buying up of property and shit like that, that I can't imagine it resembles anything like what it used. I, like, they had to have bulldozed it. Yeah, I would assume I so. I don't know what the address was, though. That's the problem. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the address. Well, just look up Cleveland Peabody's real quick. 2045 East 21st Street, Cleveland. So, I mean, that is right across from CSU. It is the Center for Innovations in Medical Professions. Maybe. It's hard to say. I'm not really sure what's there. It looks like it's a big complex. It's probably that. So they tore down Rascal House and... and there's a takeout delivery place across the street. Bombay Chat. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's part of CSU's campus now. Nice. That... That seems like it's right. And then it was just funny Even that... that name, Center for Innovations in Medical Professions. It was Probably. funny because every friend's band in high school played at, played at Peabody's. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, that's definitely... Because look at that. That's that old dumpy place next door to it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they, they just raised the whole thing. It looks... Depending on where this view is... There's probably actually nothing where Peabody's was. It's all there and then in the back. That's pretty neat. Rascal House probably got a bunch of money out of it, too. So I know they reopened somewhere else. A lot of good times there, though. Oh, so many good times. I played so many shows there, and I hung out Rascal House and ate pizza so many times, and... Well, on that note. So, uh, who are you rooting for in the NBA Finals? I just want to. I, I just. I've been. I've been wondering this because I've been asking a lot of people lately. You got uh, Milwaukee Bucks are down two one to the Phoenix Suns, uh, and it just seems like everybody in the world that I know is rooting for, not even necessarily the Phoenix Suns, but Chris Paul. Seems like everybody wants Chris Paul to get his title. <sighs> And I'm just surprised there aren't a few more people that liked Milwaukee the last few seasons like I did. I'm cheering way. for Milwaukee and Giannis. Okay. Yep. See, that's kind of yep. where and I'm Dre. at. Um, and it's just um, like they've slowly built up and yep. they've made some trades, but they haven't, you know, gone out and gotten that marquee guy. I would say Drew Holiday is an underrated player. Yeah, I'm, but again, t- I'm totally looking for Drew Holiday. To, he, he played really good that You're one the game. first person that said that. Everybody no, else I want, is just yeah, like I want ball. Giannis and Drew to... And you know what? The only way I'm looking at, I'm still happy. Either one of those teams is it's not LA, either dude, LA, it's not the Nets. Dude, how wild is it? Like NBA's got to be so fucking f- pissed off. That oh, the, it's... like the uh, the TNT guys were like, they were completely out there about it. How they fucking hated that it's just Milwaukee and yes, Phoenix. Milwaukee like, Phoenix. Fuck you guys, like yep. And that was just crazy to like Chuck. Really, Chuck? I don't know what he said about it, but everybody. So I heard like. All TNT was pissed about it. It's like, dude, that that was your team. No, fuck you. I, I'm I'm really hoping Giannis mm-hmm. Giannis gets it. Yeah, because most of the Drew years, Holiday is fun to watch. Most of, mm-hmm. most of the years I'm rooting for the team I hate slightly less, and now it's just mm-hmm. like I kind of like the Bucks a little bit more, but at the same time, like, and I'm not, and I don't hate Phoenix. I love Phoenix. I mean, 
as a kid, I loved Phoenix with uh, Charles Barkley. You know what I mean? Like that's. But uh, as 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 an adult, I I love Giannis and. I think there's really only one person that I don't like in like the entire series. Really, who's um, that? Cameron Payne, the the backup point guard for Phoenix, just because he played, um, at uh, Michigan State, I believe. Oh no, he played for Murray State, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I, I oh, cool. I, now I, I like, like him. Yeah, I like Drew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, sure I. He was a guy that gave us all sorts of trouble at Michigan State. Whoever wins, I, I you know, I'm happy. It's not one of the marquee things. I know the NBA hates it, which I even love more. New blood, man. Yep. Good for them. Yep. Good for them. Either way, I'll be happy with it. Yep. I kind of hope the series goes six or seven, but whatever. I'm over the Suns and four guy. I mean, that's cool and all. I mean, you would fucking love him if he was from Cleveland. Oh, yeah, you're true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't care that much. No. It was pretty, it's a pretty fucking funny video, though. No, because you know what? If that was me and I was Cleveland and that was in, what, I don't know, Chicago. And I was beating those people up. You'd be like, that yeah. motherfucker's the best. Two freak. guys that sucker punched you. And yeah. then, do you know that they shot a video outside of the stadium? I saw the video. Yeah. Where they talk, They tried to say they won. Yeah. They oh, got... no, no. They were talking about how they just beat the shit out of some guy inside. Yep. Little did they know, he was already going viral. Yep. And making, about to make a ton of money off of endorsing shirts and stuff. A shirt, and then he's got a the Devin Booker gave him tickets. Yeah, you yeah. know, like that. Was... Yeah, he won that fight. Yeah, <laughs> good for him. No, char- were any charges? I don't think there are any charges. Like... I don't think. I think you would have heard about that because, like I said, like like you said, I am kind of like I've heard enough about it. Yeah, but at the same time, like I mean, I, I think you would have heard if he got charged. People would be pissed. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's big enough that if like they prosecuted him. Whoever ran against that prosecutor next would be like, remember when he prosecuted the Suns <laughs> and Four guy? guy? Yeah, that would be a legitimate concern. Oh if my I was God. a prosecutor, they're like, you need to, like, nah, dude. Nah, your team was. Just, I'm up for election in two years. We just won our first ever NBA title, and you're going to have me try and prosecute the guy. I can't believe that's so, yeah. that's so good. That would be sorry. a real life concern. <laughs> Dude, you know what Renee was showing me that one of the uh, DAs from uh, Law and Order SVU mm-hmm. was so fucking stalked that she had to move like thirteen times or some shit. Like, I believe that. And she was a Law and Order SVU lady. Like, yeah, I forget her name, but uh, Renee was showing. It's a me popular that. show. It's good quality programming. But <laughs> the DA from Law and Order, the, like, she got stalked so much, like. Uh, she got socked so much it killed. He killed her dog, and then killed her cat and killed her kittens or some shit like that, or killed the cat that had her kittens or something like that. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. And on that note, hey man, good job. Oh, and just so just to get you all hot and horny for next week, I'm gonna deep dive into the ten college pitchers that the Indians drafted out of their first eleven picks. I'm not going to. Can I think of any of them or no? Yeah, probably not. Did you no. watch college baseball? Dude, I'm totally in the college baseball. They call oh, me college baseball Joe. Yeah. Uh, Williams, Nikasi, uh, Mace. Fucking Nikasi. Tommy dude. Mace. Nikasi. That... Jack Leftwich. Franco Franco Ailman. Franco Harris. Franco Ailman. Julio Franco. Uh, Tommy Chong. All right, let's go. Tommy Later. Chong. I know that one. A la chinga! <laughs> Alright, let's get out of here. Take it easy. Happy 4th of July and happy birthday, big boy. Oh, thank you, bye. I love you. Love you, bye. Call in the hotline. Tell Joe how much you love him. What's the hotline number? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just closed it. I just closed it out. It's 216-260-5484. Hey, Mikey, it's 216-260-5484. Bye, bye. Later. You want me to go right? You and I will only destroy you.
Shelby! Shelby! 